At first I was afraid, I was petrified I kept thinking I could never live without you by my side But then I spent so many nights just thinking how you've done me wrong I grew strong, I learned how to get along So you're back from out of space I just want in to find you here without I look upon your I should have changed the fucking lock I wouldn't have made you leave your key I would have just a second You'd be back to bother me Oh, now go walk out the door Just turn around Now you're not welcome anymore Weren't you the one who tried to break me with desire? Did you think I'd crumble? Think I'd lay down and die? Oh, not I. I will survive. Yeah, as long as I know how long I know I'll be alive. I've got all my love to give. I've got all my love to give. I will survive. I will survive. Yeah. There's just one more part left. What, honey? What the hell? Wait, one second. It took all the strength I had just not to fall apart. I'm trying hard to mend the pieces of my broken heart. I've spent all so many nights just feeling sorry for myself. I used to cry. But now I hold my head up high You've seen me with somebody new And I'm that stupid little person still in love with you And so you thought you'd just drop by And you expect me to be free But now I'm saving all my loving For someone who's loving me Oh now walk out the door Just turn around you're not welcome anymore Weren't you the one who tried to break me with desire? Did you think I'd crumble? Did you think I'd lay down and die? Oh, not I, I will survive Yeah, as long as I know how to love, I know I'll be alive I've got all my love to live, I've got all my love to give, I will survive, I will survive, yeah! Very good. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to get that much done, though. A lot of people-pleasing. That's okay. People-pleasing. People-pleasing? Nah. Pleasing. Sorry. Oh. Where would you go? On the telephone. And the, the oh. video conference. Yeah. It's okay. You had a conference? Well, it was a client call. A team call and then a going away party because the kid quit. He moved to the bigger firm. Oh, who's going to do his work? The other guys. He was my friend. He was the one that tried to set me up with that eight with that Asian girl's friend, oh. the Moroccan. How come uh -huh. they fired him? No, he left on he left on his own accord to work for PwC. Oh, he's gonna get another Re job. Remember the job at that place I worked for? It's PwC. Oh. I interned there. Before they fired me. Well, is everything else okay, honey? No. Is anything okay? Yeah, no. it's okay. Love you. Right. You sound I, like shit. What, honey? You I sound like shit? <laughs> no, I said you sound like uh, sim sim sympathy. No, I'm a bit tired today. You sound so sympathetic. 
Yeah, I'm about to try it at all. Anyway, oh, yeah. it was a nice day today. I, of course, yeah, the weather's fucking, wow. it's gorgeous. It's beautiful out. Did you go out for a while? No, I didn't have an opportunity. I wish. It's so nice out. Oh, all right. If it's a nice day, I'll see you carefully. It's literally you so nice. I'm not, huh? go I'm not going out to see these ghetto, but it's so nice out. Yeah, this is a nice time of the year. It is basically. gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. And when, when, they, when you're singing, do they hear you next door? Oh, I go in the bathroom and I, I close the door so less people hear me. Oh. But de definitely, definitely people on the up and bottom and top hear me. Yeah. Oh, so they don't hear it? No, some people hear it. You won't have anybody on top of you. I do. Oh, you do? Two lovers, actually. They make, I make you're on the stage. No, I have, I have two lovers on top of me, and they make love three times a day for the entire time I've been here. Oh, my goodness. Are young people? Yes. Very young, oh, no, ve very loud. Huh? No, they're, they're literally so loud, it's impossible to sleep every night. Oh, my goodness. It's so sad. It's so... I cry. Yeah? Yeah, every night. I cry myself to sleep hearing it. Tell oh, but well, why is it bother you that much? Yeah. Why don't you put a little cotton in your ears? <laughs> I might no, have really? to. I know, I have to. Do you have some at home? I'm... Q-tips. Maybe I could, it might be unhealthy to sleep with that. Well, no, you'll have to break an eardrum. A cotton, just a plain little piece of cotton. Cotton was, I got <laughs> No, don't put the because <laughs> you can uh, break an eardrum in that. Okay. If, you know, it's small, it could go in and, uh, no, you know, don't do that. Yeah, I don't want to mess with Take that. a little, even a uh, soft tissue paper. You know, tissues and put it one little piece in, mm -hmm. but not that it goes all the way in. I know. And, uh, yeah, food tonight? Uh, yeah. Uh, I hope you do. Hamburgers. Good. All right. Make it hot. Hamburgers. Anyway, uh, and what's next week. I'll see you next week. Yeah, she's moving her office out. Yeah, right I'll see you next week though. The following week. Yeah, I'll, I'm see not this weekend. I'll see you next weekend. Yeah. All right. All right, honey. Just take it easy. You sound right? you sound okay. so depressed. It makes me want so, to kill myself. What were you just saying, Jamie? Huh? You sound so depressed. It makes me want to kill myself. I sound so depressed, like I want to kill myself. No, it makes me want to, having to listen to your depression. It's really oh, no, I'm not depressed. It's sad. I, I can't help the world. This is what it is. Is that really what's making you upset? It. That's I'm really what you're mad mind. about, bro. What you're huh? mad about today, bro? What? <laughs> what you're mad about today, bro? You're talking to Harrison? No, you. I asked that to you. You heard me, but... I didn't hear you that well. So what are y'all mad about today, bro? I'm not mad, honey. Why? 
I feel like you watch the news and you get angry at Trump. And then, I don't, I don't, and then I don't you get depressed it. thinking about Poppy. No, and you realize getting angry no, at Trump no, doesn't honey. distract you enough. I'm over that already. I did. Really? I'm crying for Poppy. You cry I so cry much. Plenty. You cry I'm, so I'm much. I'm over that, sweetheart. Really? Yeah, it's Good. funny. The years go by and he's uh, better now. Stop. And when he was beaten in a, in a so you're, so you're crying, so you're crying for you. You're just crying for yourself because you cried enough for everyone else. No, anyway, honey, that's so mature. Be well and try and be uh, cheerful. And if uh, if your people upstairs make noise, then uh, try a, a little sort of in the drugstore of Adam. drugstore for sure. She's come home and rolled her eyes at us being there, and then she she took a deep breath in the kitchen, and then she came out and gave me a hug. Really? <laughs> but that's just well, her, I guess. She if she's so annoyed by me, then wouldn't she be annoyed by him, us being there? And then she she took a deep breath in the kitchen, and then she came out and gave me a hug. But that's just well, her, I guess. If she's, she's so annoyed by me, then wouldn't she be annoyed by him? But I don't know. Well, maybe she didn't expect company. Yeah, I, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Right. No, she seems to like you, too. Sure. She likes you very much. Absolutely. No, she's a very nice person. Why not? She sees you're a good person. I yeah, know. She's she cool. thought you were, used to be on that stuff. Right. And that's why she never wanted to fix you that's up. That's the, the only girlfriend. reason why. Huh? It's the only reason. What? <laughs> I guess that's... Well, honey, I'm sorry, but what did you say? No, I just... I guess that's the only reason why. Nani, I'll hang up. I have to do something. Nani, I'll hang up. 
Hi, love. Hi, Aunt Sue. No, no, no. Hi. I will. I didn't for the missus. I'm a motherfucking star, boy. Hello? 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 Sorry guys, show's over folks. Guys, I feel like I'm about to have a panic attack. But I guess keep watching. Wait. <laughs> I I am kind of always on alert and I've been criticized for that, overthinking things, being in public, always like looking back at the right one. Like around at like the people around me. Maddie said she had something like that too. She always felt like people were looking at her. I definitely uh, could relate to that. People kind of have to tell me, stop, what are you uh, so focused on that for? Like, stop overthinking it. Um, this isn't even right. So now, do you think, like, is, right. is this... It's actually going to be here. I apologize. The normal Ask, doesn't have... Hey, that, that's so much evidence. Yeah. Yo, you were saying 40, like, but you're yeah, like, it's more, it's more like 90. Or a hundred. Yeah, but since it already happened and stuff, like, how can you be even more mean? You're talking about heroin. Use. Like, I try to put myself in your shoes. Like, yeah. you must suck feeling. Thank you for being, like, mad positive. And, like, you you took a step back and you're like, I could rip into him and, like, tell him every way I, I feel. Him. But, I, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and be honest while being, like, sympathetic to his case. Because exactly. I realize, like, he's losing, like, like, his mom and then already, his other When way. you're already down, like, feeling even more down makes you feel, like, even worse. It really does. Yo, thank you for being, like, a, a calm and easing voice for me because, uh, yo, my mom's not talking to me right now, and it's fucking trash, like, knowing that this fucking person, this kid, that over, he told her I like, tried to trust, and I've given so much already that... Bro, he's so dumb. No, but it, if there was any, like, other things, like, I could maybe try and talk it out with him, but... Him going on this thing, and he just responded to me now, finally answering that text that I sent him, where you thought it wasn't direct enough wait, wait, about Denny. Tell me what he said. I bet you he's like, I don't really give a shit. Yo, <laughs> I, yo, I should just ask you, like, I should text you the things I'm going to text him because you'll just know what he's going to say already. He just responds, cool. Yeah, exactly. Trying to act like he doesn't care. Meanwhile, he like cried. He cried yesterday when I was like, yo, I'm not going to be your friend if you talk to Raph still. He's like, yo, stop, I'm getting really upset. Let me talk to her, please. Bro, you shouldn't even talk to Like, you make him feel so powerful that he can talk to this girl. Like, who gives a fuck? I know, yo, because, like, I'm doing pretty poorly at this current moment, so, like, I'll tell, I'll rub in about how shitty I'm doing. Yeah, poorly because you don't have a girl. Yeah, poorly because you live in the city. But that's no, the yo, also like he made friends in halfway, and he's he reached out, like reconnected to Joe Iaboni and like Jimmy. Oh, so fuck? no, I know he he just he thinks he has like mad assets and mad people. Bro, oh, no, he's a crazy addict. I think no, they know he had to admit it for his process. Alright, so if they know, they're just talking Yo, he's showing up to Charlie's house next. They're going to tell the parents that he needs to find Charlie and like make amends for what he did on heroin to Charlie. That's like ridiculous. He's crazy. 
It's kind of hilarious. Uh, yeah, that's why I like talking to him because he's so like the shit you don't like about the ass crack. That shit gave me giggles and like was motivation for years. That like I'm like, yo, if I could stay above ground and not be doing what this guy's doing, then that's fine. But what he did with my mom, I can't. I can't let that go. You need to have someone be lower than you to make yourself feel better about yourself. Well, that that was just kind of like a ulterior part. It was. He was, like, being a friend to me in a time where there weren't really anyone around. And I felt kind of betrayed from my mom how, like, she let the boyfriend move in. She's like, yeah, you can't live here anymore. Bro, like, put yourself in your mom's shoes. You always do that when you look at someone else's decisions. Your mom is, like, 60 years old and trying to be happy herself. She's worked her life trying to support you guys and make whatever money she has. And she had to go through your parent, your dad died. Yeah. She's just trying to be happy for the last couple of years. And she's not going to let her fucking son get in the way of that. Yo, she's miserable with him. All all he does is, like, curse and yell when he he doesn't get his way. She has to be somewhat happy with him. Someone. She must be happy at the fact that she has a relationship and she's not alone. Yeah, of course. But then that's a huge happiness. It is. Because, like, when you're older, it's not about sex anymore. It's about, like, having companionship. Yeah. Yeah. She's, like, 60, bro. Or, like, almost. Yeah, she's 61. Yo, that's kind of old, you know? She turned 61 last week. Yeah, it's crazy. Yo, it's, it, it's just so fucked that she tries so hard for me and my brother to just be perfect, and I always let her down in these types of ways. Yo, Ryan's, like, been a cause for your, a lot of... Your brother never lets you down. No, never. Your brother's, like, an ideal son. He, like, makes all these meals and shit and looks like a normal relationship. I know. We're, we're fucking opposites. We're fucking happy. What mental institute did they find me at? Remember all the drugs and shit? What? All the drugs you do and shit. He smokes. <laughs> yeah, but none of that other shit. <laughs> Yo, but I think a lot of that was environmental. Like, if I didn't know Charlie... Yeah, no, I was gonna my, say... Uh, if I knew my brother's squad, I would have never known heroin. It's also... You your personality. That's true. You're all about, you're all about trying to get... I'm about those times. Uh, about enjoying... Those, ex- those extreme times. That's why I like try Milano. Exactly, which is like hard. Right. A lot of the times that you always just wanted to laugh. Like you, I was literally like with Marina and you were just like with Try trying to do the most reckless shit to laugh. Jumping on the... You weren't Yo, I can't believe when I write stories looking back at like pictures and texts from the old days, I couldn't believe a what I thought would fly for what would like pass for getting pussy. And it just now looking back looks like such immature, like Yeah, it's like, lo- lo- Yeah, lo- loser, like fucking useless child shit that people just want to yeah. fucking throw away and like Yo, I'm going to get as far away from that shit as possible. That's what basically everyone yeah. said, the way me and Try would act. And we thought we were so cool. So cool. <laughs> Yo, and then, and then you have Milano. He, he just co- he comes, he's like, Radovoy is here. Radovoy will help. Milano's ridiculous, too. I'm really surprised he said that to my mom, though, that he's he's always respected my family bond and always tried to help my mom have a better look at me. And I, I swear, he's really done really fucked up things to me with stealing from me, doing drugs, framing me for drugs. But the thing about my mom was something he always respected, which is why this came as a total blindside. And now he doesn't give a fuck about you. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. Obviously. Because he, well, he has Gerard now. That kid who... Rob's Bro, things. what a friend. Oh my god. Yeah, this 22-year-old fucking ex-postman bandit that he acts like is that like is the right. world. No, Ryan's really? doing some other shit. And, yo, Try doesn't really talk to me that much anymore either. Maybe it's just... Maybe it's just like they're the bad ones and... Okay. He wrote... You being super disrespectful to me and your mother than me saying the truth. This is what he wrote. You me saying the truth means I'm an asshole and you can't talk to me anymore. Sick, bro. If you fail to see the fact that you have to dead your only friend because he refuses to lie to your mother, you're really fucked up in the head. You should honestly respond, shut the fuck up, I don't fuck with you. Stop talking to me. Honestly. He actually kind of has a point, though, that, like, he, like, 
he's saying he was trying to tell the truth, but that that no. wasn't the truth. That was fucking truth over. Truth or not, truth or not, why would you admit it? Because you know it's gonna cost. Yo, me. especially since it was something he did with me ten thousand times and laughed at, and now yeah, he's telling. No matter me, what, if you're a boy to someone, you're not gonna try to cause tension between him and his mother. Yo, and I shouldn't even need to say that. And like he, That's he, what I said. he acts like he's the fuck up. I don't fuck with you. Stop texting. Yo, I'll say this shit right now. Yo, that's I need you as a consultant for these times when like he, he's like about to take advantage, and I'll just make that like squiggly like mouth face where I'm like, mm, uh huh. Yo, you know it too well, all too all too well that retardedness where I just pussy out and I'm like, I don't want to stand up for myself because he may be right. I don't know if that's like the Jew in me, but like it's so like passive and pushover. It's fucked. No baseball to be with that. Yo, hence why I've been smoking solo. Yo, you said shut the fuck up. I don't fuck with that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stand for that. Yeah. Stop texting me. Okay. Or I'm gonna block you. Some shit like that. It's so not me because Andrew Ganfrush, when I pissed him off about shit with his brother or whatever and like a podcast, Andrew said something to me like, I'm not going to stand for that. And like, I'm like, this doesn't sound like, like, um, like normal coming out of Andrew's mouth because he's usually kind of like passive too and kind of lets people walk all over him. And when him or Sherrod like speak up and say, I'm not going to stand for that. My head is throbbing, guys. Please bear with me. I'm really sorry. That like the people around me. Maddie said she had something like that too. She always felt like people were looking at her. I definitely uh, could relate to that. People kind of have to tell me, "Stop! What are you uh, so focused on that for? Like, stop overthinking it." Um. So now, do you think? Like, is this something you do, or would you be, like, when the time came that it would be in person, would I be doing it with someone who, like, also, because I looked into hypnoticism, it seems like actually the same thing, even though it really isn't in, like, the clinical sense. Um, I was just looking at some stuff online, like, that spinny wheel thing, spinny circle. You know that. I don't know much about hypnotics. Right. No, but uh, just a spin... Like, I, I was just staring into the spinny wheel, and I'm like, wow, I guess this is kind of changing my perception a little. I could see something like this working. But hypnoticism, that's not really, like, very licensed or professional or clinical, is it? I think if you're a hypnotist, it's a... You have to be licensed as well. It's a different type of training. I've heard good things about it, but I can't tell you much about it. If you think it's legit, yeah, I'd be willing to try it with someone. I don't have formal CBD uh, CBT training, but it's something I've been doing for the last two years with the workbooks, and those workbooks are very great. So CBT, a lot of people encourage people to practice CBT because. It's very formal mm-hmm. and rigid, right? Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of room for the therapist to kind of decide what is best for the client. Like, there's not a lot of talk therapy. Just like it's like I need you to read this, right? For the first ten minutes, we're going to talk about your homework. We're going to talk about what you read. We're going to talk about Wait. the worksheets you did. How much homework is there? You read like ten to fifteen pages a week, not a whole lot. Okay, so like an hour, we, an hour of work a week. I probably less. I okay, don't. got it. Um, and then, um, depending on what you would want to work on with CBT, um, you would track mm-hmm. behaviors, emotions, mm-hmm. and thoughts, and like daily record logs of them. So it's not a whole lot. I mean, I'm not asking you to do a a right. whole lot, but like yeah. when you feel symptoms from trauma come up, um, in the case of what you were talking about, you would you would write it down. It's funny. I actually already I, I already do that. I had told you I started journaling with 
in one of our first meetings. I started journaling like the past few years. So what you're talking about when I have an extreme type of emotion, whether it's positive or negative, I actually do tend to write them down. So I've almost been doing a version of that already. So that wouldn't be that new for me. for trauma because I've done all three parts for EMDR training mm-hmm. and I'm working towards certification now. It's just like certification is just like you do the training, you do enough supervision and you practice long enough and you get certified. Yeah. It's not really like it's not like you're not gonna know how to do it unless you're certified. Correct. Yeah. So it's been two years of me practicing it. Okay. Um, yeah, so you want me to do it, that's that'd be cool. But if we do EMDR, we have to do FaceTime. Face- like I have to be looking at. Oh, you. so it it could actually be it could be done. You're saying, oh, remotely, just on FaceTime. I thought it had to be done in an office. I prefer if it's done in the office, especially the first time. But right. Given the circumstances, if you feel it would be useful. No, it, it's it's really not uh, that. Uh, well, I don't know how long the coronavirus. Uh, go on. Yeah, I really don't know how long this thing's going to go on. It's no one does. Right. So No one does. Is your projections like that model of tried to convince me April to 20th convince being the Canada peak, everything like holding? Like I, what was with that estimate that went from 200,000 deaths to um, 60,000 deaths estimated in like a week period? Ask that question again. I rem- either the World Health Org or the models, wh- whoever ha- was running the models, Dr. Fauci's models or whatever, it went from saying 200,000 dead, I think, in like the last week of March to like now it's like saying uh, 60,000 deaths are projected. Do you know about that? I don't know about that. Okay. Um, and, you know, obviously we want less people to die. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah, what's... I'm sorry. I don't want to draw. No, go on. I just want to know what your opinion was on the schools about how... I heard Dr. Oz say something around, along the lines of we would have a only a 2 to 3% chin, uh, spike in the projected models, hypothetically, if children return back to school. So that would mean that like 50 million children return back to school. And then I think like the math ended up being that it would only be like a 1,200 person uh, increase in death to have 55 million people return back to school. Did you hear anything about that? Uh, I did read about his remarks. Yeah. Um, His remarks were kind of, um, they were brash and a little like, generalized to say like you should do this but uh, I kind of I see what he means though that only 1200 people would projectably die if you did that well 2% of did you say 50 million no 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 50 million would get to be back in school and then you have 2 to 3% of the projected casualties which at what the casualties projected at at like if it's 60,000 right now that three percent of that only ends up being about, I guess, like two thousand. Uh, two thousand deaths. I don't know. That yeah, it's a hard one. It's hard. The issue is that um, it's different per each state. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Depending on how congested uh, an area is, and then also the the big issue is is that. Everything went back to normal right now. The exponential growth rate would start to increase again because it's not fully under control. So we kind of have to kind of keep doing what we're doing then, because uh, very much, very much so. Yeah. And like the scary thing is, is that we really don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I ideally, without a vaccine, the only real way to ensure that we stop the spread would be like if everything shut down for a month and we're a country who does not give a lot of support to everyone, yeah. right? Like there are 
or sorry, and, people um, not getting stimulus checks. I hate it. Yeah. Who were broke. And the check, the checks are also like, like nothing. I got that. Correct. It's such a joke. You, and you live in New York. You know, like yeah. twelve hundred dollars might go a long way in Nebraska, but it's like five dollars here. Yeah. Yeah. It buys you right. a movie ticket. If you couldn't go to work, $1,200 probably would not cover a month of rent for you. No, not at all. So, you know, without being able to do something like that, like an actual shelter in place where, like, if we took all the homeless people and put them in hotels for a month, if we took people in shelters and prisons and gave them um, a different type of access of care to make sure that they're safe, if we could do that for a month, then maybe everything should go back to normal. Unfortunately, our response is not completely federal. There are still states that have not shut down. And I don't know if you've read the news, but like the big problem is that like states up north are starting to go the exponential growth rate is starting to go linear. It's not going down yet, but it's starting to flatten. But states like Georgia, Florida, Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana, they're blowing up. Yeah, they, they see a spike because they're not, they're stopping the distancing. Correct. And yeah. there's no ban on travel at the moment. So anyone from those states can come right back up here and spread the virus that they caught. So we're not really in a position to go back to any type of normalcy. It's, yeah. It sounds a lot, it sounds a lot better to say, like, we're going to stay like this for another two weeks or a month. Like, I don't know if you, you know that New York State's going to be on lockdown until May 15th. Yeah. But I can almost guarantee you that we're going to be on lockdown until, like, at least August or September, based on what I hear from the hospital. Okay. Um, right. Remember how I was saying, like, I'm not really seeing my family and I'm feeling isolated, so I'm more inclined to use heroin not like I'm going overboard but I'm just using it more nights because it's just lonelier sorry guys doing some of my actual job work while I do my side hustle in the bathroom because I don't want neighbors to hear how psycho I am surely you understand he always records his calls he records everything you just hear in the background like my mom and her boyfriend you hear fuck you and then the phone fucking hangs up or some shit. Bro, I haven't talked to my mom really since. Like, on and off. I talked to her once since then on the phone. She said she doesn't trust me anymore. And, like, there are things I need to do with the person I talk to for, for her to trust me. It's so bad. So, oh, it's a Yeah. No reason. <laughs> Always bites me directly up in there. So I need to um, decide like what I'm gonna do about Milano. Like if, if I went about forgiving him, he texted me a few times since then saying like stop being awful, and then he gave like a half genuine, half not sincere apology about the entire thing. I don't know if I was to welcome him back into my life, the process I would even go about doing that. Because he's been such a bad person to me. I don't know, bro. That's... <laughs> it's terrible. Alright, maybe if you talk to Anna or something, if she has any like sparks of knowledge about like what we could do. Cause, like, yeah, she... yeah, that would be cool if you... Like, to end up this, like what she thought of the situation too, because I have no idea what the fuck to do, yo. <laughs> I believe we're going. Uh, yo, like, I wish I had a better answer. I was such a fuck. I could see why I'd be like a, a zero of a person for having the need to do stupid as fuck shit, like record people's calls and then three way him in on and just be a total asshole. That ah. ah. didn't work out so well. Everything works out with your mom. That's fucked. Yo, I know, dude. I I just kept thinking back. Like, it didn't set until a a day later. I'm a horrible person for doing this to my family. I couldn't even express in words. It really made me think the past two days about it. Yeah, 
Like what I can do differently is probably go to rehab. <laughs> Should probably do something. I don't know. No, I, I like I'm not going to go to rehab because I have a job, but I'll have to. It's bad, bro. It's not even good. It's just. No. She doesn't trust me. No. What? That's what everyone says. Um, I had a relation when Andrew Gaffer said everyone had to stop talking to you. I said it's as if they know I've been doing drugs this entire time and me trying to lie to people that I haven't been doing drugs uh, hasn't really been working. He says, yeah. I said, so people just don't fuck with the kid who's actually lost his mind from doing drugs. He's like, yeah. And so actually lost my mind and everything from the drugs. So when people stop doing it, then they get back to normal and they can go on to live a steady life, a life with loved ones and stuff and not have to deal with bullshit when they get clean. It's just, I think like my brain chemistry right now, it's a, it's a bit dirty user. Yeah. There's only one way to really stop that. <laughs> oh my God. So you would probably, you would think more of uh, me as a person if I stopped using. I think everyone would. It's so bad. I think it would make you happier. I think you would. Yeah, yeah. Try. The craziest part was it only happened like in the past six months that like I wasn't u- using like heroin every like day of the week since the past six months. I've been trying to go, like, two days on, two days off, so today's, like, the off day. <laughs> I don't get withdrawals or nothing, though. I don't get withdrawals because I do, like, very tiny amounts. Like, I use every day, but I don't do it, like, a lot. I don't know. You don't get that physical withdrawals. Not that physical, exactly. The psychological st- st- <laughs> I remember you came through, yo. You were at my place, and you said, I don't think Ryan's okay. I'm like, really? And I look at the text, I'm like, oh my god, you're right. The reason I didn't realize he was okay on all the dope was because I also wasn't really okay on the dope then. And I've only been using a lot more since that time you came. Yeah, that's not good. You've been seeing Mona? So what I did was... I, I was going to buy two buns, so I wouldn't have to pick up in a while. Two. I end up going with three, and she gives me four. <laughs> so I have like 400 bags. I have 400 bags or some shit of heroin. What up? Oh, it's 40. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, try, I'm sorry. 400 doses, because I do a tenth of a bag every time. 400 doses. <laughs> I sound like a fucking... Psych ward patient. <laughs> fucking hope. Fucking decrady. Yo, she came with Sherm to Dan Grandelli's, and Dan Grandelli put up beach chairs as I was fucking getting head from some chick who had a fiance. We had some crazy. It was fucking wild, intense, fun, and sad. It was memorable, I'll give us that. We were good storytellers. That's one way of looking at it. But <laughs> you can ha- you can't really have stories like that and not have that life, let's be real. And you also can't have a life if you're doing stories like that on the regular. <laughs> on the regular, you really can't uh, be doing that. That's not a good way to say it. Until the Danville What? Until Danville's area is born. You showed everybody that you could do whatever the fuck you want. I don't think he does heroin or IV or anything, though. (laughs) He just, bro, he just gambles pretty well and orders prostitutes and guns. Yo, post it. Yo, he's just posted up anywhere there's a private jet <laughs> or like a, a big ass casino or like a fuckload of like 
bitches or wild animals or like an artillery. He goes to like fire, fire ranges and like beaches. He does like five things and they're the five so best things and he does them as good as anyone's ever done them. He's such an IG celebrity. Wow, yeah, he, he was the first IG celebrity that started that trend. Now, now everyone like copies him on the IG. It's pretty whack. Yeah, he was classic, 2010 and shit. Oh, yeah. People didn't have, like... People didn't know there, there, were, ja there were Jaguars and ja and mil private military on site with, like, bitches. <laughs> it's just what you thought was in, like, Putin or, like, Kim Jong-un or some shit. It's, like, layers. You didn't think there were people in America actively doing this and their fathers were, like, CEOs and they're just going about their lives with, like, other friends and other people are doing this also. And then they hang out sometimes. <laughs> He's so big and good-looking and, like, tough. <laughs> he has all the money and backup to <laughs> Like, all the smarts and, like, skill set and the women... <laughs> And, and, like, everything about his... He probably has a fire personality. Like, whatever... He's doing, like, some Billy hockey shit. Or, like, a combination of, like, Salber... A very good-looking Salbury, though. <laughs> Yo, we love talking about people. We like do that shit. Like, if we, what would Corona be if Corona didn't have... Cars, ATVs, a Spanish family, private island, and like all that crazy wild shit, like family and cousins. <laughs> I mean, Corona would still be pretty good looking. He would still be good looking and like pretty well off. He's really smart. He's going to med school. But like, I think 90% of any conversation I ever heard about Corona was either from his brother or like his insane cousins. <laughs> Corona never really fucked with like that crazy shit. He just. He, he was just um, in, in proximity to it, a correct ratio. It was wild, though. it was intense. Wow. Crazy, all that. I never had any family like that. I just had my mom and my noni and my grandpa, and so far, Milan. I was helping destroy like two thirds of that relationship. So, yeah, I just had to figure out ultimately how I'm gonna run it back into my life. <laughs> Like, if I, because I try, I can't answer his text at this moment, because he was a very bad dog to me, and I'm like, you hurt me and my family's feelings so much, and you called me out in the way you didn't have to. Ryan. Act five. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. 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 Okay. I guess if, uh, if I did heroin the night before, it definitely doesn't make me feel as bad. What's wrong if you stop using heroin? Uh, not physical, but this psychological, it wasn't really there before the psychological withdrawal. Um, definitely. Um, you get into moods. I'm a very um, habit-focused person. I like to eat like the same type of food. If I get into a routine, watch the same show. Like most people, but I really um, get set in my habits so that if there's a disruption and um, it's like mentally uncomfortable, even though it's definitely just something in my head. So it's mentally uncomfortable if you don't use heroin, but not physically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, do you use any other drugs right now? Um, I can't say that other than marijuana, like... I have some crack cocaine. If like, I I about marijuana. How often do you use marijuana now? Um, all day, every day. Now that I'm working for Corona, but I don't. I didn't smoke weed at work when I was working in the office. I did for a little bit when I started out, but that wasn't good being in the office. But now I smoke it every day, and it's it's like a anxiety relief. How how long have you been using marijuana every day? I. So in college, um, I went from just doing it on weekends. Then the second half of college, I went to doing it every night, never during the day, never studying. I studied okay. for my CPA. Um, then 
worked and I don't work anymore during the day and do it unless it's this weird corona thing where everyone's kind of depressed. It's honestly just medication. College, you using it every day, at least, right? Yeah, it, pr- it probably made my brain super plastic. And then with Corona, now it's more during the day. Yes. But it's always been a day, at least since college. Yes. This is the last Okay. Uh, any other drugs you use right now? Um, oh, you were talking about crack cocaine. So crack right, cocaine. exactly. exactly. So I have crack cocaine. I used to prefer uh, cocaine in college. Um, like, it wasn't even that I sought out to usually buy coke, I would only do it if it was around. And then I was helping a, a drug dealer write research papers, so he gave me a lot of his crack rock. Uh, co- I think it was cocaine. It came in a rock, but so I always had cocaine. But I didn't. The past like three years, I was living at home prior to about a year and a half ago, and things were kind of good until I moved um, out to the city, where I just see it all seemed to get bad. The drugs got worse. Isolated from friends and family, and losing a lot of friends. And I was always on drugs, so on social media, I would either post obscure things, or just people wouldn't have the impression I was doing okay. So people could tell on social media I was using drugs. I'm on crack cocaine right now. How often do you use that? Uh, Once a month. If that. Yeah. Anything else you use currently? No. Uh, so their main alcohol. Oh, alcohol. Tell me about it. So again, I, I'm, um, it's either going to be alcohol or heroin now. Um, I don't mix the two because I'm cautious about the heart. So either a small dosage of heroin, or I'll do like two to four drinks, or it could just be a drink. So you use one tenth of a bag of heroin, or use alcohol. Yes, exactly. With with marijuana all, all the time. Will you use alcohol during the day and then heroin at night? I can't. I uh, can't do my work if I drink. I tried that one or two times, but uh, no, it's not like heroin in that regard. Okay. So I, I found I found it like using. I'm sorry. What? You told me you're using heroin every day right now. Every, every week, day every weekday, every weekday, and then on weekends you use more I, alcohol. Yeah, I try to wean off the heroin with alcohol. Okay. Cool. On weekend, you maybe two to four drinks of alcohol a day. I let's say one to three. I four. Would, I don't think I've done four in a while. Okay. Uh. Have you ever had treatment for substance use? No. You were, how many times did you overdose? It was just once, and it was a dosage that I didn't plan on doing. Okay. They didn't have you go to treatment then? Um, no, I actually quit heroin for like nine months. But then, okay. yeah, I kind of fell back into it. How did you quit? I don't know. The impact of me dying, I was very scared of it, but back then I would do like a bag a day. That was when I was still kind of um, very new to it. I, I didn't really know what I was doing, but I wasn't doing it. I, I wasn't doing a bag a day when I did it. It would be like a, one bag once a weekend when my drug addict friend would come over and he would shoot me up. But since I've been kind of using this different way, now it's a tenth of a bag, so that I didn't previously do, but it's a lot more consistent. So quantity per use has gone down significantly um, uh, yeah frequency it's like yeah every weekday at this point Um, what's the longest period of time you've gone without using any drug or alcohol since I started using the longest period of time I would say let's say 10 days when I'm my family, uh, we have a summer house we get vacation to. It's very nice. I really enjoy doing that. I feel like I don't need to really do drugs if I'm uh, around family or around like a girlfriend I like. I would rather be smoking marijuana probably in all those cases or even drinking, but um, I really don't feel the need to do it as much anymore. I probably did it uh, in high school. I felt the need to drink a lot to maybe cope with. Um, depression of my father passing. 
So that's, your father passed away when you were fifteen. Yeah, and like I, me and my family were all there. We were like right in front of him when we saw it. It was on our front porch. He had, he had a brain a brain tumor, but the complication was a blood clot in his lung. So um, he was coming back from his, about his third surgery, and I opened the door to let him in, and. He just collapsed to his feet, recovering from a blood clot complication from the surgery. And me and my whole family, we watched him die in our neighbor right across the street. So we've had, I think, a, a relative who's a school therapist, a, his cousin, uh, saw me about a year later in the family gathering. And she hadn't seen me in many years, and she saw me. This was, I guess I would be 16. She saw me pouring this vodka thing. It was at, like, a Passover dinner and... This was really one of my first experiences with alcohol, but she just saw me pouring and pouring. And then she said, she said, told me that I should really um, watch what I'm doing and that my brother looks very concerned. And she told my mom, she fathoms, I'm drinking for depression of my father dying. Oh. Uh, have you ever seen a psychiatrist before? Not a psychiatrist. When did you ever first see a therapist? So it started in sixth grade for behavioral issues, kind of behavioral defiance and some bullying. But uh, then I kind of did it on and off uh, until eighth grade and then stopped really up until now when I've been having a lot of issues recently. And when did you start seeing Joseph? February. It's all kind of catalyzed, uh, Dr. Butch. Um, when I lost my girlfriend... I didn't really know this, that there was so much wrong, but I started going on dates uh, with women, and they were all rejecting me, quite honestly. That's what catalyzed this. And I wasn't even, like, on heroin at these dates, because it was after work. And as I said, when I prior to corona, I would just work my days completely sober, just a little bit of Suboxone. It didn't feel like anything. I, all I would be on was uh, really coffee when I'd see them, so and then I, a beer or two, but, like... I just wasn't coming off the way I liked. I didn't have confidence. I was lacking in these very core qualities that a lot of women are looking for in Manhattan, especially. So that's kind of what brought about this. And I realized, like, I what it was. It was something more internal, so almost something deeper, like some type of trauma when I was younger, or some anxiety that it just wasn't allowing me to operate well in these dates anymore. Maybe as good as I used to from college or even high school just something either felt off or different i just felt like i wasn't either maturing at the pace of these females or there was just something uh, from my past so that's kind of what brought me on this self-help journey i'm saying uh, what do you do for a living you mentioned you work right yeah i'm a cpa i work in manhattan i do it's it's more of a consulting job so i get to travel a lot which is good but the that guy is so annoying, and he's just a faker. He's gonna dead me like the rest of them. Oh well. Whatever chance you gave us of fixing our city dies with Harvey's reputation. We bet it all on him. The Joker took the best of us and tore him down. People will lose hope. You either die a hero, or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. I can do those things, but I am not a hero. Not like Dent. I killed those people. That's what I can be. No you can't! You're not! I'm whatever Gotham needs me to be. Call him in. A hero. Not the one we deserved, but the one we needed. Nothing less than a knight shining. They'll hunt you. You'll hunt me. You'll condemn me. Set the dogs on me. Because sometimes the truth isn't good enough. Sometimes people deserve more. 
Sometimes people deserve to have their faith rewarded. Batman! Batman! Why is he running, Dad? Because we have to chase him. Good movie, guys. Highly recommend if you haven't seen it or not a while. Thanks.